Well, team, it's 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I got to be up at 3.30 for work. And it'd be a lot easier to record this podcast if we came back and completed that fiery, stormy comeback. But, unfortunately, just not the case. Didn't have it in us. Could not get over the hump. But we showed a lot of fight. We showed a lot of good things in the second half. Um, Steph Smith really, really had a a big-time scoring performance in the second half. Um, Rafael Pinzon made a couple big plays, one huge hustle play, a big three. He he had the ball in his hands in the last play of the game. He he didn't make a great play, um, but tonight's performance is an indication that he is a uh, player worth keeping your eye on, for sure. And uh, um, a lot of positive signs from him. Defensively, he's active, he's long. Um, but tonight, St. John's dug themselves into a hole in the first half. Uh, they were down 12 at the end of the first half. Could have been much worse than that. Did not get good looks. We're settling for three-point shots early on. We were 3 for 12 from 3 in the first half. We only shot 33% from the floor overall. And Indiana, on the other hand, was 52% from the field in the first half. So they were getting good looks, and we were settling for jumpers. Passing around the perimeter uh, didn't have much um, purpose didn't have, you know, it didn't seem like we had any idea what we were doing unless we were getting an open three. And those open threes were few and far between in the first half. Um, the Mathis ejection in the first half, I mean, I thought it was a flagrant foul by the rules. So I wasn't surprised they were going to call a flagrant, but flagrant to ejection seemed rather excessive. I mean, honestly, ridiculous. Um, I get it. Uh, the, the fall looked pretty bad. Uh, he did grab his arm. I think a flagrant one would have been warranted, but a flagrant two ejection. And Mathis, um, you know, I haven't sounded like I've been super high on him, but he was playing really well. I mean, it was only four or five minutes into the game, but he was two for two. He had a three, had a drive, had another another shot taken away off an offensive foul. Um, so, you know, who knows what that meant for us down the rest of the game. But at that moment, it was a huge play in the game, uh, seven-point possession. Um, what else? Uh, we started the game with Champ on Jackson Davis. Um, you know, Jackson Davis had a good overall game. Uh, everyone kind of got a look at him throughout the game. He made some big time shots, some big time defensive plays. He had a, a, a huge impact overall. He wasn't dominant, um, but um, he had a heck of a game and someone who really, really, you know, you know, aside from Champagne, who was fantastic, probably is the player of the game. Um, but they got contributions from a lot of guys, some bench players. Geronimo, like I said, the guy who worried me the most with the bench, he had a big second half, seven seven straight points. Cop had a couple stretches of good play. Um, Bates, their uh, freshman, had double digits. So they got, and then Thompson, Race Thompson, I don't like that guy. For whatever reason, I don't like that guy. He's a good player. Had a good game, hit that um, the shot at the end to have him go up three points. Um, or no, I'm sorry, I think it was they went up three when he hit that shot, that runner in the lane, awkward. Um, but what went wrong? Um, offensively in the first half, we just never hit our stride. 
Second half, we got going. We started going to the basket. Smith started going to the basket. Posh got looks going to the basket. Champagne hit jumpers. Um, our aggressiveness on defense and on offense kind of combined, combined it together. Combined it together. That doesn't make any sense. But uh, they came together. And uh, as a group, the momentum started pushing in the, towards the pace we want to play. And when the pace was up and down, we were the better team. Um, and then for large stretches of that second half, we were the better team. But we tied it twice. Could not get get over the hump each time. We did tie it. It seems like it seemed like Indiana went on a five or a four point run right away to kind of keep us at bay. Um, Posh struggled with foul trouble in the first half. Uh, that hurt us. I thought um, Coburn didn't play for whatever reason in the second half. He did get in at the very end, so it wasn't like he was unavailable to play. Kind of confused by that, especially there was a possession late coming out of a timeout. We were down three. Um, we didn't put him in, whereas another time we had him in for a defensive possession. So I wasn't sure. Um, he, he was a little sloppy in his first half minutes, but still, I thought, especially being down a man in Mathis, we could have used him. Smith was playing well. Pinzone was playing well. Posh, obviously, is going to get his minutes, but I thought we could have gave him a look. Wheeler, the other guy who didn't get too many minutes, uh, he did not. Uh, looked great in the minutes he had in the first half. Um, got scored on right away. Um, had a turnover in the second half, trying to do too much on the break. Um, didn't see too many minutes in the second half. Wusu had some nice passes in the first half in the half court. I don't think either of them finished in uh, baskets, though. He, um, he was kind of playing backup point in the first half when Posh was gone. Posh was out. Other than that, he didn't do too much. He's scrappy, but he didn't hit any shots. He was over two from the field. Coburn was over three from the field. Wheeler over two from the field, and then it was Champagne who had thirty-two points. Smith had sixteen. That's uh, forty-eight points right there. We only scored seventy-four as a team, so that's a huge, huge percentage just coming from two guys. Uh, Champagne was Champagne. Smooth-looking jump shot, solid on the boards. Didn't hurt us with anything else like that. Uh, no turnovers, no stupid plays. He's just freaking fantastic, and it sucks for him to have a performance like this on the road, primetime game against a big-time opponent, another you know All-American candidate in Trace Jackson Davis, and to come up short, uh, that hurts. That hurts. But um, we could have we could have folded down 12 at the end of the half. We could have walked out of there and you know lost by 10, 15 points, mailed it in and been really upset and thought, man, we got a lot to work on. And sure, we do have a hell of a lot to work on, but it's easier to see, you know, with the way they fought back, the way they made it a game, the way they had a, a an obvious chance to win it. Um, it shows us just how good we can be. And Indiana, you know, they're not world beaters, right? They're not a top 15 team. They're a solid team. I think they're a top 25 team. They got a really good player and a pretty good cast. And then on their home court, and we haven't played a real home away environment in over a year, you know, close to two years, most of these guys. So there's a lot of things working against you. Um, so the fact we can play with them is a good sign. Um, I think it's a reality check that uh, beating two teams that you should beat by 20 and 40 points, respectively, uh, doesn't really allow for you to see the stuff you have to work on. It shows what we're good at. All right. Up and down game in the in the hat. Uh, not in the half court, you know, uh, working on the off the break, getting looks in transition. Uh, we look really good in that in those situations. But we saw tonight when the game slows down, when we really got to score in the half court, it can be tough. We got to find our groove. I think Smith, 
finding his points in the second half the way he did, finding some mid-range jumpers, some drives to the basket, a three, you know, getting to the line. He's kind of, he reminds me of like a, you know, a Villanova type player in the sense that he's always looking to, you know, uh, fool the refs a little bit. He's got some tomfoolery going on with some head jerking and some, you know, I don't want to call it flopping because it's for the good guys, but it's flopping. We know it's flopping. I, you know, don't hate the game, hate the player or, or whatever way you want to say it, but uh, Steph Smith's got it. And uh, he's he's out there and he's getting calls. And tonight he was hitting all those free throws and the Indiana fans were pretty unruly in their chance. I mean, the SS, the sloppy sugar. I mean, dang, that's, that's brutal. But, um, what else? I mean, what can you say, guys? You would love to sneak away with a win. I mean, it would have gone a very long way. Uh, the the Big East overall is going to be, you know, getting a lot of attention for how they performed so far in these games. Seton Hall jumped. They're going to jump in the top 25, maybe top 15, close to top 10 with that win at, uh, at Michigan, and they're undefeated. St. John's could have looked, you know, really good alongside them. Um, beating a quality team in Indiana, but now you got to go back and you got to play three games against teams who you're supposed to beat by double digits at home at Carnesec Arena, and you got to just put the work in and you got to keep stacking those chips. And then if you do those three things, you you, be, you beat those three teams, you win those three games, you get a chance against Kansas. All right, similar tonight, the showcase game, pick up a win against a really really high quality opponent to prove you're not just a cupcake cupcake eater all right you're a real player um but it hurts it hurts it hurts i thought that second half when we tied it uh, geronimo had a five point spur it was a seven point spur but that that three he hit wasn't a, a wide open look not a great three-point shooter he hit that three and then he had two more buckets after that that really hurt um i thought uh on Champagny early in the second half, he had that fast break layup, Euro step. They blew a whistle. I could have swore it was an one Next thing you know, Indiana's inbound, and everyone's confused. They called it a goaltend. I mean, I don't think anyone even touched the ball or the basket. It was an obvious foul. He got hacked in the back as he's finishing. Um, I thought in the second half, you know, we were getting our fair share of calls. It wasn't anything, you know, I didn't think it was one-sided either way. I'm not complaining about the, the whistle down the stretch, but... Um, that call was just confusing, and it was a big play. Um, at that point, we're still making our comeback, and uh, those and ones are big, big momentum plays. And I not get that uh, that hurt. Uh, we shot pretty well from the line, pin zone, missed a front end in the second half. Other than that, we were pretty good from the free throw line. We were fifteen for nineteen overall. Uh, in Indiana, was ten for nineteen overall. So we shot better from the line. They were fifty-two percent from the field for the game. We were 43% from the field for the game. We were 9 for 27 from 3. They were 6 for 18. So we were both 33% from 3. Uh, we were 9. We made 9. They only made 6. So pretty even stuff there. Uh, Jackson Davis finished with 18 points, 10 rebounds. That's about his average game. Thompson had 15 points. Kopp had 12. Xavier Johnson had 8 points. Three turnovers. We forced 16 turnovers. So the press worked in the second half when we got them going. Uh, first half, we got into it a few times, but the game never sped up enough. And they did attack it. To their credit, They when they did beat the press, they beat it to score. 
I mean, there was a handful of occurrences, especially in that second half. I can think of uh, Cop twice. One time he hit a three, another time he pump faked, hit that weird-ass baseline floater. You know, give him credit, he hit it. Um, but uh, give them credit for attacking when they when they did beat the press. I think we got to, you know, just narrow down our rotation, get a little more comfortable with our subs. Uh, pin zone, Stanley seem like they're here to stay in terms of the rotation. Like I said, I won't be surprised if Stanley takes Wheeler's spot as the first backup big off the bench. Soriano, it was a weird game. Um, he had that dunk early. I thought we were going to look to feed him more. He never really got him any more open looks. We tried to a couple of times in the second half, and the ball got tipped or intercepted in the paint. Um, when he was one-on-one -on -one in the paint, he did, get, he did get his shot blocked at least once, maybe twice. But I would have liked to feed him a little bit more just to keep the defense honest, just to give us another look. Um, passing around the perimeter is tough. And Posh uh, is really good at getting by his man. He's not great at finishing himself. So uh, there's times when the defense plays him to finish or plays him to pass. So even though him getting the paint is uh, is great to get the defense moving, he doesn't always have the best option. Is he going to go try to make a spectacular finish or are they going to you know force him to make a play for somebody else? Either way, um, we, we can tell that we got a lot to, lot to work on in the, in the half court in terms of our offensive sets. Uh, but guys, it's late. I'm dedicated, but I ain't that dedicated. All right. Um, probably going to do a deep dive into these first three games, maybe Thursday or Friday before our game Saturday. Um, but I appreciate you tuning in. I wish this was a win. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please uh, rate, review the podcast, the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. For Willie Shaw, this has been Pat Kane. Peace.